Schumacher hits David Coulthard and is out. George Russell is the Formula 2 champion. Oh! Hitchcock with a big one. Big one. I was just thinking again there. Does anyone even know what monkey seat is? It's been such a long time since, like, we had that initial thought of mm. what we're going to call this podcast. I'm sure most people do. Most people who are actually involved <laughs> and, and understand anything about aerodynamics know what a monkey seat is. Even though there is no monkey seats on the current no. uh, current cars, they're actually they're actually uh, illegal by the regulations in the current cars. Oh, really? You can't so have a still, monkey seat. We can't even have a monkey seat. Yeah. So. I'm sure at some point we will also be banned. Uh, <laughs> Who's going to ban us, though? Who well, the fuck is going to ban us? Well, YouTube might do. You never know. <laughs> what, for not getting enough views? Yeah. Um, that was a Dutch Grand Prix, wasn't it? It was actually a good Grand Prix. Oh, we're talking about Grand Prix. Okay, fine. Oh, uh, yeah. We want to talk about yeah. other stuff. We can talk about other stuff. <laughs> it was a Grand Prix. Um, you, you, unfortunately, you, you, you won on the predictions. Did I? Well, no, I won, but that's not the point. Well, I think, to be honest, I would have got a full house had... You didn't uh, even get any full houses. I've got here... Oh, no, hang on. Who was on the poll? Was it Verstappen? Yes. Yes, of course, yeah. Sorry, for some reason, I was thinking... Leclerc. And he won me, so, yep, I, yeah. I've i got two and you got one. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if things... This is weird. Been... We're going with predictions yeah. back. Had, had things panned out the way that uh, that they potentially uh, should or, or could or could have done, there's no should okay. in that. Could should've. have done. Basic, basically, we were we Tin were hats one, are available on one the engine seats. blowout away Birch from me store. getting a me getting two out of three. But yeah, we'll we'll discuss that when we get to predictions, and we'll have to predict for Monza as well. But yeah, yeah so should we should we go straight into the, yes. the backwards review? So you're going to be starting with um, the backwards we, review. Is that what yeah. we're calling it now? Uh, well, I suppose we, that really does sum it up. Yeah, it's kind of like um, you know how it really confuses because you know how when they they started reviewing the uh, or started giving the the grid backwards on the F1 program, and everyone got really confused by it. Oh really? You see it, yeah, and no. and um, because they start they start at the back and go forwards now, and uh, I the first couple notice. of times the first couple of times they did it, Crofty would would be like, and starting apart on the back row is, <laughs> <laughs> and they like, Lewis, no, no, it's not no. like uh, it'd be like Charles Leclerc is on pole, but uh, but we're not starting with him, we're starting at the back, and it's Nicholas Latifi in twentieth. Yeah, because time. it's also the FIA that just or the whatever the rights hold liberty that just make it. Yeah, because it, it's I their suppose. graphics, isn't it? And yeah. they just they just commentate. As soon it. as you get that. <sighs> which yeah. I quite like now in the theme music. It used to always be uh, Max Verstappen and his dad's crashing. Yeah. There was used to be the. <sighs> yeah. It's the, uh, and the, now uh, it's just Lando leaning against the wall. And he just goes. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> um, I've not noticed that. If I'm have you not, it's, it's no. Lando just like this. And it's just oh, like, okay. it's like, you know, that bit where it's only just. Yeah, goes. I know the bit. I know the bit. Right. Well, we had a we had an exciting Grand Prix. We had two retirements, so we'll start by talking about those first. So, starting with the with the first retirement, Mr. Yuki Tsunoda car. Yeah, we'll talk about this one later. I can't even be bothered to talk about it now. Right, go on. Literally, we need to talk about it later. There's so much. He did nothing until that point. So, just summarize his race in ten seconds. He did nothing up until the point where he did nothing. And then he did something and then he did nothing apart from undo his belt. So, you know, that sums it up pretty much. Cool. Okay. Valtteri Bottas, once again. Uh, yeah. Did not see a lot from him. 
it was uh, quicker than his teammate again. Just went off, didn't he? The, yeah, his, his engine went. It was definitely an engine oh, yeah. failure. Um, oh, he didn't crash right. Did had he? had nothing to do with the fact that he has a Ferrari engine and it benefited Charles Leclerc. That's complete rubbish. But uh, uh, tin hats are available in yeah. the Muncie merch store. Please get yeah. your They're tin not, hats. But yeah, no, we don't have a merch store. But... We don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we have some merchandise which we made for ourselves, but we don't have oh, anything yeah. for anyone else. Right. Your favourite Canadian, Nick Latifi. Why is he still there? Like, literally, why is he still there? Just went backwards. I'd like, I don't even know. There was a moment where he was having a battle. Who was he having a battle with? With Vettel or someone? I don't recall this. There was someone he was having a real... Oh, Magnuson. He was having a battle with Magnuson at the back. Yes. He was having a little, little battle. Um, and the, he always does that. He, he, do you know what? He's actually all right in the battles. He just can't drive fast. That's his problem. He'd be better in... What would he be? Crash derbies or something. Well, he started that? 20th and finished... Um, eight, yeah. 18th, yeah. Yeah. Annoyingly, I did hear a weird stat about um, about this. If there had been no retirements in this race and Latifi or Latifi had been the first retirement, then um, I don't know how true this is, but apparently he would have finished bottom in every single session throughout the weekend which no one has ever done before (laughs) (laughs) wow i don't have a citation because i can't remember who said that but i did hear that and i can't remember where i heard it you with your big words citation well yeah i have to learn a lot of legal words at the moment (laughs) for reasons why we're not going to discuss but yeah anyway moving swiftly on from that uh someone who did not move particularly swiftly Daniel Ricciardo. Well, he's moving swiftly out the door. Backwards and yeah. out the door. Yeah. Although I'm sure we'll discuss later on where I think he should end up, as we were discussing yes. on Grid Talk earlier. Oh, yeah. There we go. Danny, right. So Danny, Rick, and Snowder. Just, just went completely backwards. Right. Uh, where did he start? I can't remember where, where he qualified. I think he qualified 17th. Yeah. Qualified 17th um, and finished 17th with two retirements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, less said about that, the better. But at least we know where he's not going to be now. So that's something. Yeah. Guan Yu Zhou next for you. I'm trying to think so if he did anything. I don't think he did anything. Well, I'm glad you got Zhou because I don't remember. I haven't got a clue. Well, like, this is the out... problem. This is the problem with, like, you, you, because they don't, we don't really see anything if they're not in any battles and you get an occasional and this look at this overtake and that was that's all that anyone really, and because almost there's so many overtakes now or more you know challenges it's not as exciting as it was you know that so joe has overtaken there was, there was a lot of focus on the front in this race which i'm sure we'll get onto as we get further up and and what i found it like with the 2020 season it was so kind of dull at the front that you got to see so much of the other battles and it was really interesting yeah but also really the battles the battles weren't as close you know no. it was if someone was overtaking something that was a big thing yeah well you couldn't really you know? overtake in Zambor, not yeah. properly i mean you could if you had a massive overspeed then you could you could nail someone to turn one with drs but yeah it's one with, of my least added, favorite tracks definitely. Would, i enjoy i enjoy watching them like portamao i enjoy watching them race around it but yeah. i think like monaco qualifying is a bigger spectacle than the race and i really enjoyed qualifying and uh, i did enjoy the race but because of the uncertainty at the front but it's one of those races where it's all about strategy like a proper old school follow-on race it's anyway we can talk about this in a minute yeah 
And, oh, but I just, I'm, I'm just padding because I want us to at least talk about Joe for more than a couple of seconds. But I, well, you haven't been talking about Joe. You've been talking about how the TV <laughs> doesn't show anything, and we're back to the front. It's so, misdirection. It's misdirection. I'm trying to make people fuck think. Sake, you're no magician, Joe. Tom. Right, Kevin Magnuson. Was he next? No, we already spoke. No, have we spoken about? No, no we haven't spoken about Kevin no. Magnuson. I spoke Kevin Magnuson because he was hit. having a fight with Lucifer. Went off-roading. Big he... hit. Yeah, off he... Massive Is this hit you or me? Me. All right. Big hit. Came, came off, hit the wall. Um, you've got odd, uh, even numbers. Um, yeah. Carried on. Wall. Big scuff on his wheel. No no damage, seemingly. But, oh, Laura's yeah. on with three yes, I just saw. car racing. Yeah. Three red cars. They still won't finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, although they had two finishes this week. But That's yeah. Leclerc, Ferrari, and Giovinazzi. Maybe. I'm thinking of the Ferraris. More who's in the him. Ferrari seats? Um, Sainz and Leclerc. Yeah, Sainz Leclerc, yeah. and who's in the third? Because well, the reserve got three. driver. Yeah, it's Giovinazzi, isn't it? Oh God, yeah, I think it is Giovinazzi. <laughs> yeah, who may well be back in F1 next year because there's just. So well, we'll little, talk about that in a minute. So little talent in F2, um, or yes. off the field already, or on the field already. Yeah. Yeah, I can make a note of that to speak about that later. So Sebastian Vettel then, Carl. Um, he had a. Did he have a good race, or did he have a good qualifying? No, he nearly made it. No, it was nineteen. Yeah, had a good qualifying. Charles, good qualifying. Had a shit qualifying. So fair play on him getting to this point. You know, but then just need to know what a blue flag is. What's a blue flag? Faster car approaching. Let them overtake you. Oh yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that. I mean, to be fair on him. He doesn't know what race he's in. And when you just see the no, when you see him, no, no, no answer. Like, he's just dawdling on the line. He's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> don't mind me. Um, I bet that was another conspiracy theory. Just going down the shops. Yeah. Yeah. That, very, very strange. And very unlikely. Sorry, there, sorry. Actually. That was in a, yeah, that, they're, they're in a Merc engine, aren't they? So, yeah. Yes, Suspect. They are. Suspect. Well, it's not a suspect because he completely wrecked Hamilton's lead. Um. It's not. It's not suspect. It's incompetent. I think you got a five-second penalty for it. Uh, did the camera even pick him up? Yes. Well, I think we did. Well, we definitely saw the door door. Yeah, when he fecked Hamilton, yeah. Laura. So yeah, yeah, he definitely just did get. Mick Schumacher is next up, and he had he showed some steel this weekend. No points, but a, a good race because he had that multi-lap battle with Sebastian Vettel, and then he did yeah. finish ahead of him in the end. Oh yeah. Well, it's like that's like father and son always battling. Yeah, it was good because he's. He's shown that he's got something there. Yeah. And he at a time when he absolutely needs to be, because I'm not the biggest Kevin Magnussen fan. I think yeah. he's too aggressive. I don't think he's the, the, the greatest driver on, on the track. I think he deserves um I think he deserved more of a chance than he got. And I'm glad that he's back. But equally he's just a measure of the minimum you need to be to be a yeah. Formula One driver. So if Mick Schumacher can't match Kevin Magnussen, then I don't think he should be in yeah. Formula One. So the fact that he's he's beating he's Kevin he certainly beat. He was certainly the better driver this weekend. That shows that he yeah. can do it. And if he can do it more frequently, then perhaps he might get another year. But um, I'm yeah. uh, I'm not convinced he will. Uh, but yeah, Laura, Laura's convinced. She says she's safe. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. So who's next then? Alex Albon, your favourite guy. Off you go. I quite like Albon. A fair play on him. Like got into Q3. Did he or no? Got, didn't get into Q three. Got into last week. Q two, uh, quite high up in Q two. Yeah, fifteenth. So he finished. Oh. 
he cheating. Yeah, he he started fifteenth. Yeah, for penalties already. and ended up in where? Um, I've gone off that. Page. What number are we on? Uh, what thirteen? I think. Yeah, twelve. Okay, so he basically stayed in the same position, bearing in mind two people left. Pretty much, yeah. But the fact that that um, <laughs> Albono, yeah, uh, <laughs> the fact that he didn't go backwards because that car yeah. is not a, I, is not I a think twelfth it's... place qualifier or a fourteenth place qualifier. No, I, I think he's. He's one to keep an eye on. I think he's a bit of a dark horse at the moment. I think he doesn't like pressure, and that's what Williams aren't giving him. I still don't think he's the. I, I don't think he's on um, Norris and. Oh, Russell's he's not level. on Norris level, but he's definitely on the the. He's better than half the field. I mean, literally, he was the he was the third in line out of Norris, Russell, and and himself in uh, yeah. in Formula Two. So. He literally yeah. was the... Uh, the, the yeah, and one. I think that sums him up, really, you know. Um, and who was the... Was the fourth one Latifi? I think the fourth one... Or was it Nick DeVries? I can't remember now. You mean Mini I know, Toto? I know Nick DeVries won the, won the following year, but yeah. then didn't get into anything. Right, anyway, move on. Yeah. Uh, who's next? Um, Pierre Gasly, potentially future Alpine driver, Pierre Gasly. Yes. We talk about that. May eventually finally get out of the Red Bull program. Hurrah! I'm struggling to remember what Pierre Gasly did because I was playing F1 manager and I signed Pierre Gasly in place of Nicholas Latifi. So to me, he's now Williams driver. <laughs> <laughs> However, his oh, he replace... got out of the he got out of the Red Bull program. <laughs> However, his replacement Jack Doohan ran into the back of him in his first race and took him out the race. <laughs> Nice. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, F1 manager. I think we'll probably talk about that a bit later yes. as well. Yes. I have. I have some pros and cons. Yes. 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 But yeah, I think cer- certainly a little, a little chat that. about that later as well. I'm, I'm up for that. Um, yeah, Pierre Gasly didn't really see much of no points again. Um, no. Didn't have the problems that his teammate had, which again we will talk about because we that'll be the first thing we talk about after we finish the review because it's it's intrinsically linked with the result of the race, which is yeah. the first time that's ever happened to Yuki Tsunoda. He's <laughs> involved in the, yeah. in the winner. Yeah. Actually, it affects the, uh, the winner of yeah. the race. Uh, yeah, so Lance Stroll for yourself, then, Carl? I mean, fair fucks. What? Absolutely fair fucks to him. Um, how he ended up there, he doesn't even know. Um, how, he, started, uh, he started there, so... Yeah, which means remember, he, he actually he went backwards. Well, no, he, he no. qualified in... No, the, he didn't qualify was it? He was like 7th, 8th in Q2, yeah. and then he didn't get to do a run in Q3 because he had a problem with his car. Yeah, so absolutely fair fucks. Like, the fact that he got into Q3, mm. absolutely, well done. Can't say anything about him. Had a clean race. Didn't do anything stupid. Fair However, fucks. did you realise that the reason Vettel got eliminated in Q1 is because he um, he lost it Go and went off track because he hit some dust that a, another car put on the uh, on the racing line. That oh, yeah. car was Lance Stroll. <laughs> yeah, but fair fucks. <laughs> wasn't intentional. Wasn't intentional. No. But no. yeah, it just I just found it funny. It's like the whole tear off thing from last week. Destroying yeah. Charlotte Claire's race. I know. Shocking. Yeah, I know. It's a shock that he made Q three. Yeah, Laura. I, yeah, I know. We're all shocked that he made Q three. I think yeah. he's shocked. Um, but you know, there's always one. There always seems to be at the moment. There's always one wild card that makes Q3. Yeah. It's either Alban, Schumacher, you know, someone. Yeah. Well, literally half the grid are in Q3, so it's just not to yeah. have different people in there. Yeah. Um, so that's good. 
Okay, who's next up then? Um, Esteban Ocon. Yeah, where did he qualify? I can't remember where he qualified now. Uh, Sorry, this might be an Esteban Ocon was also in the race. Yeah, potentially. Um, where did he start? 12th. So he made up some days. Oh, yeah, he didn't get into Q3. Yeah. Neither yeah, did Alonso. No, Alonso went out very early. But yeah, it's it was again a bit of a nothing race. He just kind of hung around. Alonso was the was the box office driver again this weekend and I'm a bit worried about Esteban to be honest. After after oh, such a great race in Spa, I think this this weekend was quite poor in comparison. I just think I was, he was, was just like it was typical Ocon this week. Mm. And that's the thing with Ocon, he shows moments, fleeting mo- yeah, fleeting well, moments of brilliance. And then he just goes back into Ocon was also in the race. Yeah. Um, like which, Fernando Alonso will be jumping out of a building yeah. whilst on fire yeah. with no parachute. And, and that's about Ocon will be like going, be going down past. the escalator. You yeah. know, it's... Um, or getting the lift down. Um, yeah. You know, like, I just, yeah, no. But to be fair, isn't that sort of what you want? You want a steady yeah, it hand. Is. It is. And you don't want two crazy fly-by-nights, you know. Um, you want a steady hand, and that's what Ocon is. I mean, he's obviously safe right now, and I think it will Yeah, he's got and, a contract, but then so do Ricardo. You know, but no, but I think safe. he is safe. He's not, I don't feel that there would be questioning no, I don't him. Think so either. And he's French, and you know how the French love the French, love the French. Yeah, it took Which Renault a long time to not hire a French driver. Yeah. When they first came into Formula One. Uh, so who's up next then? Uh, Carlos Sainz. What's he doing uh, back there? Eighth. Well, he didn't finish there. He had a five-second penalty, didn't he? Oh yeah, that's why. Put him back. So I think sorry, was, we're not. Yeah, that's not, he was that's ahead brilliant. of Perez. He was in fifth yeah, place. He was fifth, which is but, sort of where he should be, maybe fourth, um, but fourth, fifth. Um, that Ferrari was the third quickest car this weekend. Yeah. So to be fair, he was in fifth. He got the penalty. Um, but then penalty. the, uh, the what unsafe, was the penalty for unsafe the unsafe release. release? Yeah, we talk about that as well. Yeah. Jesus, we've got quite a bit to talk about. And the uh, and the overtake of Ocon on the yellow flag. Yes. Oh yeah. But uh, that one, I think we can probably cover that one off now. I think he did finish the overtake before you saw from the onboard. He couldn't actually see the car until he'd committed to the overtake. Yeah. Um, and then he slowed down because he saw the car in his eye line, which then allowed Ocon to move alongside him and then he repassed Ocon into turn one but the yeah. pass had already been done it was Ocon that overtook him and then he retook him to, yeah. and they were they were just just they were just jockeying for position it wasn't um, by that point they had slowed down it was still it I don't think it was an overtake under yellow I think it's no, a I think yeah, situation it just it was a bit like the old Norris yellow flag in some yeah. race I just Can't I just don't oh, I'm, I'm really sorry I've just like moved my chair and kicked the desk and made a massive noise but um, yeah I, I, I don't see why we couldn't have had the yellow flag slightly earlier, like round the previous corner. I don't see why they have to go completely flat chat round the banking onto the start finish straight and then hit a yellow flag. Just put the yellow flag out earlier. Yeah. So no, I do. I, I don't, I'm glad no penalty came from it. Yeah. And I think for the first time ever on this podcast in what, three, four years of doing this, Laura agrees with me. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah. So who's next then? Lando Norris. I mean, I still, McLaren still have a problem. Let's not be around the bush. And 
Uh, do you know what was really funny? And Laura showed me a video yesterday from WTF1. And they were saying the exact same thing. Why is no one talking about McLaren's uselessness um, that I had? That I said, I said the reason why I don't listen to WTF1. Because it was exactly the same as what I said. It was exactly the same. Um, Laura's like, I've been saying that. I was like, no, I've said that on the podcast. Go, look, I didn't listen to last week. She was like, I was like, oh, yeah, we went live. But um, so, yeah, that's I have been saying this fact that we're not doing about McLaren. Uh, that car is slightly underwhelming, if that's the right wording. Um, and he and Norris is dragging that through. So, yeah, fair fucks. Yeah, I mean, I, I was a bit annoyed he was ahead of Alonso and then somehow um, amongst all the madness, he ended up behind Alonso. It's probably um, probably in the pit stop phase. You probably Yeah, no one saw allow. because we weren't watching. Yeah, he probably got allowed. I imagine when they came in for the pits it, under VSC, he probably passed him in the pits because McLaren was yeah. held in the box because their garage is slightly further down the pit lane. So that means they'll both be stopping in the box at the same time, both being released at the same time. And then if yeah. the Alpine stop is slightly quicker than the McLaren one, then they'd have to hold Norris to allow Alonso to go past because it'd be unsafe. Yeah, I think we otherwise. should talk about unsafe releases and releases anyway. Yeah, definitely. Just... Yeah, we'll touch Especially on that. in Fernando... such a short pit as well. Yeah, yeah, very, very tight, very, very tight yeah. pit lane. Fernando Alonso, P6, gaining from a last lap Ferrari five-second penalty again. Last week, it was uh, Leclerc. Who's this, sorry? Alonso. Last week, it was Alonso moving ahead of Leclerc due to a last lap five-second penalty. This week, Carlos Sainz, a last lap five-second penalty. And he's, uh, he's, well, I don't think it was actually the last lap. It was in the closing stages. It was announced. But but yeah, so he moves up to sixth place. with. uh, Yeah, I had no idea how he got there, though. Yeah, eight points. No idea how he got there. Solid, solid. (laughs) I I think on pace... I swear, people must think we don't watch the race, but... When well, you this watch week the I race, <laughs> but when you do, yeah, well done, Tom. But when you do watch this, the races, and you're absolutely right, um, Alonso is having a great season. Um, but don't tell Bez. Um, you're right, he's only seven points behind Ocon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good point. That's <laughs> a very had, valid point. He's had a lot of bad luck, but anyway, yeah. he is having a good year. I mean, he's a good. We all know he's a good driver, and Alpine are stupid. For a we know that. Yeah. But yeah, um, so oh, is that us moving on now, is it? Yeah. Sergio Perez, for yourself. Doing what Perez does best, which is just gets around. You know. Perfect number two driver. Perfect number two driver. Like, he just, you know, he's a grand, like, does exactly what he said on the tin. Although, I would like to say, some people have been praising uh, Perez online for his oh, Mexican Minister of Defence and all that for the way he held up Hamilton in the race. No, that was Vettel holding up Hamilton. Hamilton yeah. had the Hamilton had the pass done and dusted, and then Vettel blocked him, which allowed Perez to move back alongside him and fight yeah. him again. It was nothing to do with Perez fighting back. It was just because Hamilton had got bulked. Yeah, that's the only reason why he had another stab at it. So yeah. no, it was nothing. That was nothing to do with it. Perez. He was fine. You know, he 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 was a second. I, I think second he was second half off and... pace. Like but that's what he should be in well, some no, ways. He should be closer than that. He should be at least he should be at least within half a second of Max Verstappen. But a yeah. second and a half a lap back, you know, what at various points in the weekend, consistently over a second behind Verstappen all weekend. He was just nowhere in the race. In the same car, he needs to be closer than that. And I just yeah. think he's he's not had a good weekend. That is the best car, and he's finished fifth. Yeah. And there's no reason why he he shouldn't have benefited from all those 
safety no. cars and everything yeah. as well. He ended up Hamilton was pulling away from him at the end, and he had better tires than Hamilton. And Hamilton was pulling away. Yeah, that that that. Merc. Anyway, we're talking about that in a bit. Yeah, well, you can now if you want. Lewis Hamilton. Um, that Merc is why why they put that Merc on mediums. I will never know. The mediums, I think, was the right choice at that point in the race. Like the, the hards problem... were the best for that Merc. Well, they started. Was it? They started on the mediums, then they went to the hards, but then yeah. when the when the when the VSC came out. Did they go on softs? It was a, no. It was a perfect. It was a perfect time to go onto mediums because yeah. the softs wouldn't have lasted, and the hards would have been a waste. They didn't have another new set of hards. They did have. An, uh, well, it was a partially used set of mediums, but they'd only been scrubbed. It'd that only... car liked the hards. I'm sorry, but it really liked the hards. I wouldn't have ever got them on mediums. Well, he did. He did a. They did a nice long stint on the mediums, but the trouble was, if they went to the hards, the hard is is a very good tire for a long stint. It wasn't yeah. a long stint. It was like 20 laps left of the race. Yeah. I don't think it was the right tyre. I think, I think in, the same as, in the same as Abu Dhabi, Mercedes did absolutely everything right. If they did something wrong, then they probably would have won the race. But yeah. because they did everything right, circumstances took the, took the race away from them. But um, I don't Laura, think, sorry. Laura's just had messages saying, we're going to talk about your new love for Merck. I've even bought a Merck. <laughs> Oh, first world problems. I've had to I sell bought the Volvo. a Merc. I've had to sell the Volvo and buy a Merc. And now, in solidarity, they... I am probably going to buy a Volvo. <laughs> I had a Volvo on hire last week. It's gone back now, and now I'm, now I'm looking at buying one. So, uh, I've bought a Merc. Yeah, so yes, I, I'm going to have to get the Merc jacket, the Patronus jacket. And <laughs> become a oh, don't be Merc one fan. of those people that sits in a bloody... That sits in a heap of an estate with your racing car jacket on. Don't be that person. I've always wanted to be that person. Don't be my wife's uncle. <laughs> I've always wanted to be that person. So my uncle-in-law? Is he my uncle-in-law? Is yeah, uncle-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we'll that thing or not. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, what racing jacket does he have? Jaguar. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, to be fair, I, do, I did sit in my Volvo in my Land Rover Barber. I've got a Land Rover Barber jacket. Right. Which is almost a racing, you know. You've got a really nice, um, well, you don't know if you've got it anymore, but you had a really nice arrows fleece, didn't you? Yeah. That back in the day. Gone. don't know where oh, that is. Oh, that was awesome. don't know what happened to like that. Proper, like, dank- yeah. no, no, it wasn't Danker arrows, was it? It was the orange arrows. Yeah, it was orange arrows, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. I, I like that. There we go. Um, he's going to get a key ring, too. But anyway, what, a Volvo Lewis, key ring. I yeah, want anyway, a Volvo Lewis, key ring. Lewis Hamilton you were talking no. about. Uh, yeah, I mean, got got fucked. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, the strategy, I mean, what I like, I'm sorry, but he is a great driver. Of course, he is. And, and this really does still pra- prove back to the, you know, that what we harped on about last season is, oh, it's just the car, you know, but, you know, it's not the driver. No, it's the driver. I take everything back that I said about him. Um, no, it's definitely uh, he's a class driver, he should have won. He slightly got fecked over by numerous ways of that. That, that it was a hard call for the strategists, they did nothing wrong. Um, I think they could have done something better, but um, <laughs> I haven't got to Russell yet, Laura. No, I think it means I think she means Hamilton is getting angry with oh, Russell, yeah. I, yeah. 
Uh, I oh, mean, I would. If I was number one driver and this upstart came in and who's not, who's actually shit and came in third. Don't talk about me. Russell now. Don't worry. Yeah. You will be able to talk about Russell because you have him soon. Um, Charles Leclerc had the quickest car in qualifying but didn't maximise it. Max Verstappen still managed to get pole and that was a bit disappointing. Nowhere in the race. Mercedes just drove, not Mercedes, Red Bull just drove away from Ferrari and then yeah. Ferrari's strategy was too rigid, set on this set on this two-stop strategy and and it was never the Ferrari gonna... strategy and tyres and oh, wheel guns a, was, and everything bit, else it was a bit because now I, I would defend them on the wheel gun <laughs> issue because well, we're about that. with the with the wheel gun issue there was no tyre there to go on so that space would have been filled by a mechanic holding a tyre the fact that he wasn't there made it look like this gun was just sitting in the middle of the road which Perez then can, meant that Perez, Perez can, would have driven no Perez couldn't the... Perez couldn't have seen that wouldn't have seen that drill or yeah. that, that gun from where it was or been able to see it close up anyway until he was basically on top of it but the well he wouldn't have seen it at all he would have only seen it from a distance if there was a person there he would have seen them because they'd be standing up in front of him and he would have been able to drive around him but because the wheel gun was there, he couldn't see it in his eye line, so he drove over it. But that would have been filled by a mechanic. It is a, it's a very, very tight pit lane. They had a briefing before the race saying, it's a tight pit lane, leave extra margin in your pit stops or you will get penalties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's fine. I think they, they got a talking to about it, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, because it was out in the open, but that was a space allocated there for a mechanic who wasn't there because they didn't have the tyres ready because yeah. Ferrari... Because Ferrari, that's it's, it's, I'm not like it's just because Ferrari, it's it's yeah. getting boring. It used he, to be because stewarding, now it's yeah. because Ferrari. And then he inherited the uh, the podium, which um, yeah. he didn't really deserve because right. um, of the circumstance yeah. of the safety car. Yeah. Go on then, George that, Russell. That, that's but that was all Red Bull, wasn't it? And why would they give more points to Ferrari? Oh no, Valtteri Bottas is uh, is an Alfa Romeo driver. Oh yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's what caused the safety car. Oh yeah. Um, sorry, where were we? You're talking about George Russell now. George Russell. Um, uh, do I have to? I still don't think he's any good. I know he's where he is, but he's just like that was more luck than judgment of the strategy, and. Toto and Mini Toto deciding that strategy is the only, or the team deciding. Like, I just think he's just still a bell end and he needs to go and fucking do one. Well done. You got second, but you didn't deserve that. You should have been, you should have been third at the very max and Hamilton should have been ahead of you. And it's circumstance that gave you that silver medal. Um, as opposed to actual racing. That kind of thing ebbs and flows throughout the season, which is what we've seen like again throughout the season as well. There's there's been times when Russell's been he's benefited from situations. There's been a few times when uh when when Hamilton has benefited over Russell, but there's been more occasions when it's been Russell's benefit over Hamilton. They've been very close all year. But um, I, I, as I've maintained for most of the season, I think Hamilton is still just shading it. But um I think he 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 bossed the strategy for his own benefit and it worked but the well, no one's denying i that. don't think i think on paper mercedes achieved the best result they could have done with the strategy that they went for because of the circumstances that panned out i don't think they could have done anything different had they left russell out 
I think you're probably looking at a Verstappen, Leclerc, one, two with Russell and Hamilton in third and fourth, but in the other order. Yeah, Hamilton and Russell. I think that's what you'd see there. You might have seen a bit more battle there, but you saw how quick Verstappen just drove around Hamilton. Yeah. It was it wasn't even a battle. No. And um and George, you know, would even if he had have held him off to the end of the straight, it would have been the start of the next lap, Verstappen would have breezed past yeah. him. And then two laps later, DRS it's not even going to be a competition with Hamilton then. And he's oh. still got five or six laps in his pocket to go and have a coffee and I, I, do. I do love my wife. George is Moni upstart who needs to be more of a team player. Yes, right. That sums that one up. I I think I did find it a bit odd that he was he constantly referred to himself as we and the team and we did this and we decided this was the best strategy. No, you, you did that because you knew that with Hamilton going on, yeah. If you were on the softs, then you'd have a better chance of passing him. And fair play, you have to be selfish to to win stuff in Formula oh, yeah. One. And he wants to prove that he's better than Lewis but Hamilton. That's the of problem. He wants that's to the do thing. That. But that's where he's. Yeah. If you want to prove that you're better than Lewis Hamilton, go in another car. Don't be a second in command and try. Well, I think the the only way to like prove that. outright you're better than someone is to beat them in the same machinery. And if you know you're going to, which he can't, which he can't. Well. Let's just say that he can't. No. No, you can't. He can't. On a straight race, he can't. He is behind Hamilton every single time. I do think every metric that that George compares with Lewis, the only metric where he's ahead is the points. Yeah. Because Hamilton's now ahead in qualifying, qualifying performance. Race results, they're pretty even. I think George just shades him on race results. But because Hamilton had a couple of really bad races, yeah. that's why they're, they're ahead. Or yeah. uh, sorry, there. I'm now referring to George yeah. as maybe George is referring to as we because because he's not identifying as a yeah, as I'm a, not as identifying a as a race driver. <laughs> I'm not identifying as a Mercedes himself. race driver. Yeah. I am we. Yeah, which is fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> in murky waters here, Carl. Murky waters. Uh, right, let's move on to the race winner before we end up uh, losing people. Um, you no me max verstappen <laughs> yeah uh i mean yeah he's just he is racing just on such a strong level whether it's perez being awful or him being amazing um either way whatever happens it's impressive the um yes the win today was slightly fortuitous but i i think that the result of the race hasn't been changed by the circumstances. I think all it's done is deprived us of a thrilling finale and it's turned Max Verstappen to a incredibly, incredibly hard fought, impressive victory to a lucky, easy victory, uh, which is a bit of a shame. Just hurry up. I'm and... still going to try and sneeze. I've been filling for as long as I can. Keep just sneeze, Carl. Just sneeze. I can't sneeze. It was but there. It was there. Then. I could tell. I could tell. You you, you have the face on that my cats do when they eat a fly that stings it. <laughs> it was there, and I was like, I'm going to sneeze. I'm going to sneeze. I put myself on mute, and then Tom. What distracted me was you suddenly turning into a robot, going, e So where he? Did. Oh, was and I, I was buffering? Like, so no, you weren't buffering. You were just talking, but looking at me, me pulling a funny face. And it sounded like you were just buff. It sounded like you were buffering, but you weren't. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Uh, yes. No. It's um, just one of those one of those ones, really. Um, yeah. It's uh, it was just a hard fought victory that became an easy victory due to the circumstances. I, yeah. I do still think Verstappen would have won. I I think he just had too much, just too much in the straight line. Yeah. It was just too easy for him to overtake. Yeah. Not for everyone else. Yeah. If 
when it was Hamilton chasing down him because of the VSC, hmm. I couldn't see it happening. But yeah. if he had to pass Hamilton, then I could see it being a lot more exciting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was never going to happen, I don't think, in my no. opinion. So that's the race. Championship-wise, Max Verstappen now has 310 points. So he is 109 points ahead of Charles Leclerc in second with 201. Tied on points now with Sergio Perez. Now, with that car and the amount of bad luck that Leclerc has had, Perez should be well and away clear in second place, yeah. realistically. But hey-ho. George Russell just 13 points back of Sergio Perez now and Charles Leclerc. So he's 13 points off P2 in the championship. Very impressive there. Carlos Sainz should be well, well clear of George Russell, but he's not. 175 points. Lewis Hamilton in sixth with 158. 30 points back from Russell now due to uh, what happened at the weekend. Lando Norris, lonely uh, back there in seventh with 82 points. But Esteban Ocon is closing gradually. But, I mean, I mean, Lando did pull away from him this week, yeah. to be fair. But Alonso is closing on Ocon, who is, and is also closing on Norris, as he's the one who's getting those big results. He's in ninth place with 59 points. Valtteri Bottas, 46 points. Seems to have forgotten what points are. Uh, doesn't seem to be getting many anymore. Kevin Magnussen, uh, flash in the pan, start the season, 22 points there. Sebastian Vettel, 20 points. Daniel Ricciardo, just a 19. Uh, He's Gassi, definitely forgot what points are. Pierre Gasly, 18. Mick Schumacher, 12. Still, that still seems like a lot of points for Mick Schumacher. That's that's okay, to be yeah. fair. That's only one big result away from Kevin Magnussen. Yeah. Sonoda's got 11 points. Joe Grandieu has got 5 points. Lance Stroll, uh, 5 points as well. And then we've got Alex Albon on 4 with Nicholas Satifi now ahead of Nico Hulkenberg or has been ahead of Nico Hulkenberg for a few weeks but yeah. both still on 0. It's just a massive, massive lead. It's just nothing there. You know, it's, it's not even a competition for Max now. He can yeah. not turn up to the next four races and still still be in the lead of the championship. It's, it's mad, isn't mental. it? So if we're looking at that race-wise... What, what is the highest points any race has ever got? Um, as in what? As in a season, you mean? Yeah. Well, it'll be uh, it'll probably be this season, to be honest, because uh, the points system only changed like ten, fifteen years ago, and Max is winning so frequently. Perez isn't even in yeah. competition. I'll check through some of the dominant Mercedes seasons in a minute, but we've got Monza coming up, uh, and then we've got Singapore, Japan, USA, Mexico, Brazil, Abu Dhabi. I think. I mean, he'll he will have won it by Japan. Yeah. If we come out of Japan and he hasn't won the championship, I'll be surprised. I think he may even win it in Singapore, which is the race Unheard after Monza of. this weekend. Unheard of. This is he could win it in Singapore if Ferrari keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. Right. That's 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 twenty sixteen. That was a dominant year. Um, what was the uh, driver's <laughs> championship in twenty sixteen? Nico Rosberg three hundred and eighty five points, Lewis Hamilton three hundred and eighty. So So that's the thing. Like that's the problem. No that no one is dominant. Yeah. Twenty fourteen that went to the last race. Three hundred and eighty four points for the eventual winner, uh, Lewis Hamilton, but that was double points. Uh twenty fifteen, three hundred and eighty one, uh three hundred and sixty three. 408 in 2018 to 320. Uh, and in 2019, 413 points to Bottas. 2020, uh, 347, but that was a much shorter season. Uh, 395.5 and 310. Yeah, so Max is going to potentially eclipse the highest ever points total. Yeah. Certainly in recent history. Uh, maybe 2013, actually. Uh, no, 397 in 2013 for Sebastian yeah, yeah. Vettel. 
There we go. So yes, that is. Uh, yeah, I think he he may well hit four hundred. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think everyone uh, there there's ever been a a, a, a series. Oh, it's, uh, it's a longer it's a longer season as well. Remember, we yeah, season that was the word. I don't think there's ever been a season where one person has won every single race, has there? No. So no, the closest we've had McLaren win all races, but one in one season, which is the race when Senna and Frost took each other out. Um, and we've had people win in the in the, the 50s and 60s yeah. we've had people winning like three out of the seven races and okay. four and five and stuff but yeah the, the, i don't think we'll have to check that with sean but I, i'm pretty sure there's <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm asking loads of sean questions yeah i'm pretty right? sure no one has ever won every every race or no no team i don't think has won every race in a season because there was talk about it in 2014 when mercedes were just so dominant but yeah. i don't think any so no team has and certainly no driver yeah. has yeah i'm certain no driver has in fact, yeah, no, definitely no driver has ever won them all. So, yeah, talking points-wise, then, Yuki Tsunoda, conspiracy theory or just incompetent? Right. Ted, I, I was listening to Ted. I'm so sorry. I quite like listening to no, Ted. No, I love Ted. I love Ted. I love, I love Ted's. I, I, do you know what? I get really... I, I, I got upset last week because there was no Ted. You know, there's no qualifying uh, notebook or race notebook. I love Ted notebooks. Um and they're, they're just half an hour of him meandering, talking bollocks half the time, yep. um, which he'll freely admit, I'm sure. But he was trying to explain what happened. So um, how I understand it, and get me, correct me if I'm wrong, Sonoda comes into the pits, drives out the pits, says, mm. there's a problem with my tire, the wheel, not, the yeah. wheel's not on. Okay, yeah. we heard that on the radio. Yeah. The technical team worked out that there was nothing wrong with his tyre. Something wrong with the diff. Something, hang on. No, there was nothing wrong with the tyre at this point. No. Okay. Okay, so something wrong with the diff. Yeah. Okay, right, fine. So they but they didn't him... know that at that point. That's what I'm saying. At that yeah. point, they didn't know it was the diff, but the tyre was definitely on. Yeah. So they then sent him round to the pits. He undid his belt because thinking he's getting out because his race is over. They, so in that period, he must have thought it was the death or something must have happened in that point for him to undo his belt. Okay. So then if it was, if he knew it was the diff at that point, why did they change the tires and send him back out? Because that makes no sense. If they thought it was the tires at that point, that makes sense, but then what doesn't make sense is that they told him to come all the way around with a loose tyre, which is not correct. It un it's health and safety-wise, it's unsafe. Yeah. So I don't get it. I, I don't get their thinking at any point. I'm not saying it's – I'm not conspiracy theorizing this one because I think it was incompetence in AlphaTauri – rather than competence in Formula One and strategic yeah. whatever bollocks that someone wants to come up with. And whoever is saying anything, anything about Hannah Schmitz um, and the strategist of Red Bull needs to have their fecking heads examined. Oh, God, she was smiling. So therefore, they, she had to have been involved. 
Right. What Sorry. the fuck? Fuck yourselves. Fuck off. Get off see the Formula on One circuit. Laughing about you it. fucking twat faces. Also, I feel really you, sorry. No, for... You misogynistic twats. That's what it is. Absolute alpha twats. They need to get. Uh, they're not twats because that would suggest they have female parts. No, they're giant cockwombles. They deserve dick of the week, dick of the year for saying anything. Females in this sport are important because I've got two daughters. I want them to look up to females in motorsport. I want them to get into motorsport and I want them to be there. Not this, not people brag, bagging on them because they're doing well. Get over yourself. I'm so glad she was there. And yes, she smiled. Well, I would be smiling because it happened. It, it does. It, it was fortuitous for us, but it wasn't planned. You fucking cretins. Anyway. I completely agree that women in motorsport is, is, is massively important and we, we, we need to see and celebrate Absolutely. those people. But equally, those people should be uh, upheld to the same standards as everyone else. So you, we, it shouldn't be a case of um, therefore, th- th- there's a woman in charge, so therefore they cannot come under any yeah. criticism. Of course not. They need to no, be upheld to the same standards as everyone yeah. else. So if Hannah Schmidt was not doing a good job, I'd expect her position to be yeah. under, under threat. Just, just If she worked for Ferrari, she would be yeah. well beaten yeah. up. But um, all I have to say as well was one person that I think would probably be a, a little bit, um, a little bit annoyed at this. Ruth Buscom from um, Alfa Romeo used to be at Ferrari in in their strategy team, yeah. left Ferrari strategy team, and since then they've been shit. And she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't get a mention. Alfa Romeo do pretty good strategies sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. But it has. No, I think it's Alfa Romeo she's at now. But yeah, she used to be like the um, uh, the, the one they'd wheel out every time they wanted to show that Formula One had diversity. Yeah. But they don't really wheel her out anymore. But that's a shame, but yeah, no, um, it's um, yeah. So we, what we were talking about anyway. It was a lot a, to, to be honest, a lot to unpack I, with Yuki Tsunoda. That's yeah. what I was going to get onto. So the way I, I, the way I saw it, and the way I have come to understand it after, yes, it looked odd. It looked suspicious. There's no getting around that. Of course, it looked odd. But what's the suspicious the bit? And that's what I can't work. Some out. of the strangest things in sporting history that were genuine look odd. You know, we we see this kind of thing also and think, well, how did that happen? And yeah. but it, it, these these things just happen. The way I understood it, Yuki Tsunoda came into the pits. Um, maybe this happened before or in the pit stop when it dropped off the jack or something. But something went wrong in the differential. Now, the differential involves the way the wheels turn yeah. um, in conjunction when you're going around corners. So Yuki Tsunoda pulls out of the pits. And then straight away, he feels there's something wrong with the way that he's turning the wheel. And you can see when he's driving in a straight line, the wheel's at a funny angle. So straight away, you can see, yes, there's definitely something wrong. And it involves something between the steering wheel and the car turning, which, you know, would kind of point (laughs) to it being, given that he's just come out of the pit box, that a wheel wasn't on correctly. So he's radiated to the pit saying, wheel's not on. They then radiate back saying, okay, stop the car. He pulls up onto the side of the track, stops the car starts to undo his belts at that yep. point that's yep. when he starts to undo that. his belts when he's at the side of the side of the track then they say nope we've just run the numbers everything looks fine start the car back up because you can restart the engines now get back to the pits we'll um we'll fit a new set of tires and what obviously this is all paraphrased but come back to the pits so he comes back into the pits they fit a new set of tires just in case it was maybe a, an unbalanced wheel or something but then like if that. it wasn't unbalanced wheel, he shouldn't have let he shouldn't have gone around the track no as in like a wheel that had like you know when you have okay, weight. connected but unbalanced no no when you have yeah when you have you know you have um weights on yeah. the inside of the wheel yeah. like and that would maybe be causing a vibration yeah. something they don't know because yuki snow is not the most <laughs> eloquent of people when it comes <laughs> Telling you what's wrong with the car? He's just, ah, everything's <laughs> fucked. So, 
We're right. broken. We're cast stuck. Yeah, so he's, like, he's not really, yeah, he is uh, he is the the Hulk of like delicacy. He's like, Urgh. so um, I can see like that. That's don't mention like, okay. his height. Um... Yes. No, no, we're not talking about his height. That's not even relevant. So he comes back into the box. They change the tires as a precaution. Check everything else. Retighten his belts because he is. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's he's fun. undone them. It's yeah. a seven point harness. Which you can't do up. You, you cannot do up. Them. You can't do them back up on your own. No, but you can't undo them. You can yeah. only click them off. Yeah. Which means he was driving around with no seatbelts on. Which and makes was... that illegal as well. Yeah, and that's massively dangerous driving. Now, they've said there's no way of proving whether you're driving with, with seatbelts on and off. They said the same thing with Leclerc in, in Spain. Yes. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry, but pretty much every car since <laughs> 2004 or even before that have had a seatbelt alarm when you're driving without a seatbelt on. That's Jesus, not I can't new even... technology. Weirdly, Why can't they just link that to the telemetry that goes back to the FIA? Weirdly, my Volvo had a ghost purse sitting in the back of the car last um, today because I, I had a bag on my back of my car and it was beeping. I took the bag off and it still carried on beeping that the seatbelt was, wasn't on. I hope, you, like, I hope you told it. the person you sold your car to that it's haunted. <laughs> the haunted car. I'm but sorry, yeah, yeah, don't say anything. Like, um, it's just like, that's not, they, the FIA know when a tyre has, is like underinflated. They, yeah. they know if, if a Well, they knew the tyres were on. Yeah, but they, they, they know so much stuff and there's no reason why they can't have that little, that little light that flashes up that goes bing, when you're, uh, when you're, I've got a story to tell you about seatbelt things. I'll, I'll say it in a second. But this is going to be quite irrelevant, but I'll tell it anyway. Um, so I just don't understand why the FIA can't do that. Now, yeah. what I was just going to get onto, this is a complete tangent here. Last week, I was, I was doing, um, doing a show called American Idiot, which oh, yes. is the Green Day rock musical, musical. which is one of my favourite shows. I yeah. really, I was really looking forward to doing this one. I was sound designing and uh, set design and basically the director's bitch. It literally had yeah. it written on the back of my t-shirt. Um, so I was doing, I was doing that show, and anyone who knows Green Day will probably understand what, what I'm getting at with this. But um, when I, when I came to load up all of my equipment in the back of my hire car, yeah. this was the first Volvo. time. Yeah, this is the first time that I'd driven this car because I was just moving it from the car park to the side of the theatre. Yeah. It's the first time I've driven any distance in it whatsoever without a seatbelt on because I don't. I always put a seatbelt on. So I just literally just moved it. I was moving it about 10, 15 yards. So I started driving around to the side and then the seatbelt alarm noise was going do, 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 which is basically the start <laughs> of Wake Me Up When September Ends. It was exactly <laughs> the same key and everything. I was like... That's weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we just finished the show. Oh. So, so that's a tangent. That's a really weird tangent. So I've okay. gone off on one there. So, oh, yeah, yeah that's how that. I understand the Yuki Snow situation. I don't yeah. think it's any kind of conspiracy and anything like that. Because I mean, if they were going to do that... What, like, why would they... What, what do they gain? They like... If they were going to do that, they'd have done it in five or six laps time when it was the perfect window to fit a pair, a pair of soft tyres on. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense anyway. Like... If it if it what hang on if it was a metalhead moment, they could have just part made him park in a stupidest spot out on the track mm. in the first place. Yeah, well, the, the 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 theory was that they told him to park it, and then he was like, "Oh, but the car isn't broken," and drove back. And like, "No, Yuki, don't know." Oh. That I think that's kind of what the what the theory was that basically he just he was he's so bad at cheating <laughs> he can't even cheat properly. <laughs> 
if you're going to cheat, you've got to cheat like Nelson Piquet Jr. did. And I'm not yeah. even I'm not even going to say allegedly because it's proven. Yeah. Singapore yeah. 2009, that is how yes. you cheat. Yeah. Because nobody would have been any wiser had no. they not sacked him. No, it's just, it's almost so incompetent it can't be a cheat. Yeah, exactly. You know, the so I just so don't high. think I don't think I think the only thing that Sonoda and AlphaTauri are lying about here is the fact that he unbuckled his seatbelts. I yeah. think he drove around to the pits without seatbelts on, yeah. which is why he I was agree. driving so slowly. I agree. Um, yeah. That, sorry, I, just, I want to go off on something else here. Go for it. Send me off on one. The fucking smoke grenades. Oh, well, yeah, the flares, yeah. But what? at least, at least I mean, well about it. Well done. I'm glad it's being sorted. Yeah. I mean, sorry. I mean, if I was a Max fan and I really wanted to set off a flare, I would do it after the race when they kick me out and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Why would you do it in qualifying, you numpties, and, why and then throw it on the, the track? And, and what, the thing is, how the second pissed, one... No matter how pissed you are, what, like... But the second makes one... You do that? When they threw the second one, it was a few minutes from the end of the session and Max wasn't on pole. If they'd have red no. flagged it, they wouldn't have restarted the session and Max wouldn't have been on pole. So... But then, sorry, but then people, I mean, let's be honest also, tickets aren't fucking cheap. It's not something you take the boy. It's not like, without being rude, it's not like the football, which is slightly cheaper. I know it's expensive football, but it's not, you know. Depends where you go. If you go to see Cork City, it's not expensive. Nothing wrong with Cork City. I know. I used to have a Cork City t-shirt. I remember that, actually. Um, Like, yeah, like, the football match, but it's a really expensive thing. You're not going there. To get, and and you you go there because you do like motor racing. You don't go there because it's a lash up with your mates and let's throw a few flares around. Like I don't even understand it. And like and and, and it like to be fair, if it was something like a, a um what's the rebellion people extinction, extinction rebellion, rebellion or whatever, yeah. you know, have a fucking green one and throw it. Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Don't fucking and ironically, the smoke would be hilarious. But you know, if you're trying to deliberately stop the race, don't go with a fucking max orange. I don't understand it. Like, what is wrong yeah. with these people? I'd say, like, well done, props to Zanfort because they they yeah. had good crowd they control. They were ready for it, and it's only places like Austria and uh, and in Belgium and and where was the other place where we had issues? It was Aust- no, it's just really Austria. Somewhere at the beginning, there was one quite early on yeah. where you couldn't see anything. Yeah, that was Austria, I think. But it's either way, it's it's only places like there where they're, they're not... I mean, it's only really been a problem this year. They've always been rowdy. Um, I've never liked the flares, but they were particularly bad this year in Austria. You couldn't see the start of the race. I would have been livid if I'd have paid, you know, 600 quid for a ticket sitting in the grandstand. Also, I missed the start. Like, yeah, you can't see the start and you can't see his victory lap. That would have really pissed me off. Yeah. Like... I don't mind the fireworks that went off at the end because Emily said to me... Um, she said to me right, right at the end of the race, she's like, well, hang on. It's not okay to do fireworks, to do flares, but it is yeah, okay but to do fireworks. Lasts five minutes. Yeah, fireworks but then flashing the power. I love my wife, and she's very, very knowledgeable about Formula One. But she was Sunday years old when she realised that the lap cars don't do every lap of the race. <laughs> she was like, "What about the cars that haven't finished?" It's like, "But they've all finished." It's like, "No, yeah. only the winners have finished." What about the ones that are two laps yeah. down? It's like, "No, hun." <laughs> bless her but yeah so she's very very knowledgeable about formula one she's got so much better she tells me stuff and i'm like oh yeah yeah laura does that it's really annoying 
It's uh, yeah, fucking women. They're such novels, <laughs> aren't they? But yeah, so she's really good at that. But she she did not realise that the lap cars didn't finish the race yeah. distance. I didn't realise for a long time. Which just kind of it kind of like it does make me realise just how little little she listens to me when mm. I talk about other stuff because yeah. uh, she just zones out when I talk about motor racing, especially when I'm talking about playing games and I was playing Gran Turismo yeah. and I managed to like I overtook this guy. Um, or like he was about to overtake me, but I crossed the line two seconds after the time I hit zero, or just just before the time I hit zero, and he crossed it after it went zero. So instead of me losing the lead on the final lap, I ended up winning the race by allegedly lapping the entire field according to the timing <laughs> sheets. Nice. But, uh, yeah, just the way it, just the way it pans out. But yeah, yeah, I explained all that to her, and then she just like yeah, just like yeah. true yeah, true story, bro. Yeah, uh, right well on. That's interesting. But anyway, moving away um, from that. Um, the unsafe release. Should we talk about that? Yeah, because the rest, the rest of the stuff is all about movement and people mm. moving. So yeah, um, yeah. And, so uh, an unsafe release. It was. It was it an was. unsafe release. Just absolute slam dunk. It was. I... Like, I don't know what was going on. But there. they tried. But they tried really hard. That was a really bad accent. That's more like Toto Wolf. Yeah, I tried really true. hard to avoid it. That definitely wasn't. I tried really hard. I saved someone's life. He said. He said, I save someone's life and I get a five-second penalty. I'm like, what? What? Look, Carlos. Because he he, he alleged that Ocon... He alleged that Ocon was in the pit lane and he sped up and then slammed on the brakes to make it look more dramatic. Well, I'm sorry. He would have then gone over this pit lane speed limiter. Yeah. Because there's no way would he have not been going at the limiter going down the pit lane. Because why would you just volunteer losing time? Yeah. It's like, no, Carlos. I love you, but no. I think that's, yeah, and, well, to be honest, it's not his fault. It's his team's fault as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, he's... Like, Sides, he did, Sides he is defending out, his team there, not defending... He pulled out very slowly. Yeah. Because, again, it's very tight. But they were told before the race, do, you know, put extra margin of error in there for this tight, narrow pit lane. So We will give it? you penalties. So, am, am I right? F2 and F3 banned tyre yeah. changes... During, during yellow flags and safety, during, safety, during cars, safety cars, yeah, safety because cars. they they didn't want everyone coming into the pits and queuing up, and because there wasn't room to queue up, you basically had to queue up in the next person's garage, so you couldn't double stack correctly. And plus, F three have a thirty car grid. Okay, but so Formula Two not... don't. They only have a twenty car grid. Twenty four, I think. Twenty four. Okay, so they've got a couple of extra cars. Yeah, and also, you know, Formula Two are not as slick as Formula One. Yeah. Oh, there's not many as many of them. Um, yeah. I'm going to double check the exact size of the exact size that, of the grid. So but either, but the cars that being rude, the cars are bigger as well. Um, mm-hmm. yep, so are. why was that not implemented into Formula One? And I think that should have been implemented into Formula One because that would have changed the strategy. I think it would have. I that would have, would have changed the result. A bit of uproar. But why? If, I don't understand why they're allowed to change tires a, anyway. It's yeah. I mean, I, I agree. It's safety a, car. I, I think that under safety car is different. I think under VSC, I would be up for no pitting under VSC. But under safety car, I think is a little bit different. Why why um, why do you say that? Why is... I just think it's well under VSC you're all split on the track. You're we're, not all we're... coming in at once. While under safety car, you're in theory stacked up behind the car and you're all coming in at once. Yeah. So, like, under VSC, 
I don't mind. I'm the opposite. I'm completely the opposite to you. I'd be like, well, keep the VSC ones because it okay, it saves a bit of time, but you're not saving huge amounts, and you're also, um, and also you are placed as you are in the VSC anyway, um, and the the rate rate is neutralized or whatever the fuck they want to call it. But under safety car, you stack the cars up and they all fold it. And, and especially the, the thing was that they drove through the pits. I, don't, I do think that you shouldn't be allowed to make a pit stop if, there's, if the safety car is driving through the pit lane. Which they did. Yeah, because Max and benefited from that and so did George. Yeah. That's how George got ahead of, um, well, didn't get ahead of, he yeah. lost track position, but he only lost like, one place because you only lose the stationary time because you don't lose the yeah. time going down the pit lane because everyone goes at the pit lane speed limit. Yeah. Um, or they or they say that as soon as you get to the pit entry line everybody is on the pit yeah. lane speed limiter you could yeah. do it that way so that way that way nobody gains or loses yeah because you're all going the same speed it's only the stationary time yeah which you can live with i i just think it but the pit saying that if, we, if you went to that rule then literally everybody would stop under safety car because there'd be no point not doing it and then you'd have a worse problem than what you started with so i think i think the best and the only most obvious is, is that you're not unless unless for safety reasons you need to pit say you know you've you've got one wheel rolling off or whatever I, I, you I don't, don't pit under safety car of or either safety car bsc or normal but I then does that gotta, then screw the strategy gotta, over I, th- I think you've just got to trust that that people can do the job yeah but it's a safety issue but these especially best... in Zandor, you know, but they've and... got, they have, they all have these hugely sophisticated procedures in place, and they practice and practice and practice. These are the best people in the world at performing pit stops. Formula Two, you know, with all credit to them, they're only allowed one person per wheel. You know, they're, yeah. they're, it's a very rudimentary pit stop compared to yeah. a Formula One one. And if you think back to Hungary last year, when everybody except Lewis Hamilton went into the pits, I think we may have had the odd one or two close shave yeah, in yeah. that, but we had 19 cars going into the pits and nobody ended up colliding with anyone. Yeah. So I think you can, and that's, that's every team double stacking apart from Mercedes. So I think you, you, I don't feel like you have to police that in that sense. You just had to have very clear definitions of what you can and can't do and make sure they're kept to. Mm-hmm. And I think generally they're pretty good at that. It's yeah. only when there's an issue, like Carlos Sainz trying to pull into a tight gap, it's touch and go, and then he doesn't get a good getaway, and as a result, the other car has to slam on the brakes. Yeah. But then there's still no contact. Mm-hmm. And then as a result, there's a five-second penalty. So I think that's kind of self-policing. I think they've got it just about right at the moment. It used to be you get a drive-through penalty for an unsafe release, which was very harsh. Mm-hmm. You'd lose about 25 seconds by doing that, and it's very harsh. But I think they've got it just about right at the moment. So I'm... I'm yeah, I I don't think it's at the end of the day it's a sport that has a lot of random variables in it. You know, you've got the weather, you've got all kinds of things happening around the track, you've got mm-hmm. animals coming onto the track sometimes. Pigeons they don't give a flying hoot. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So they, I, 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 I think what is with those pigeons? There's just you'll always have you'll always have things. Are that, they blind? That, Maybe they're blind. <laughs> the best moment for me, I, I can't remember if I was listening to F1 TV or Sky Sports at the time because I, I switched to F1 TV when there's adverts and then I normally stay there because it's actually quite good. Um, but somebody said, "Oh, how how did you get rid of all the pigeons on turn seven? And then somebody said, "Put a load of seed on turn eight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> that is quite funny. Yeah. 
So, but then you have the same problem at turn eight. Yeah, put it on turn nine. Then. Turn nine. <laughs> Just move the problem along. They were they were theorising that it was all the the new grass seed they'd put down that they were eating. All right. Don't know how true that, that is. Right in the middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they were, they were using. They were using along. it. Well, remember the tarmac what is going to be. What is this car? What's this about? Sorry, sorry the asphalt from not the tarmac. The uh, the asphalt would be warmer than the grass. Right. So maybe they were eating the seed at the side and then moved on to the asphalt because it was warmer. And it's like well, one was walking towards the grass, just meandering across the road yeah, in front it's of. Going for a stroll. <laughs> it's going for a wander. Nothing more than stroll that. actually does. Yeah. Um, the pigeon was probably on track more than stroll. Yeah. Actually, I can't say it this week, but yeah. Yeah, he uh, did have a decent race. Good, good right. Race. Let's get out, let's get out of the race. Let's get on to into the boardrooms. Yeah, so we know where Daniel Ricciardo isn't going to be next year, um, and I theorised on a on a chat earlier on the on the Grid Talk Slack chat with uh, with George Housen that I thought I saw Daniel that Ricciardo, I didn't read it all. Go on, what was the? I thought um, Daniel Ricciardo should go to Williams, and he right. he basically actually we suggested this last week because of the payout. He, yeah, he he basically uh, accused me of being insane uh, <laughs> because he said that he was. You know, oh, yeah, he's, he's washed up and, and an absolute donkey and would cost too much. But then I argued, well, uh, McLaren would be paying most of his wages so they could get him on a cut price deal. Um, he's He's got to be better than than Latifi or Giovinazzi or, or Sargent. And let's be honest, Sargent is not pulling up trees in F2. Everyone, those people say, oh, he's second in the championship. He's not second in the championship. He's had three really bad weekends, two and two horrible weekends in a row. He's not picked up any points for ages. He's dropped in the standings. I don't even know where he is now, but he's not second. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's quite a way down. So it's, I am going to check. But he's, he's not pushing for the championship. Okay, so he's third in the championship, but he's over 100 points behind Drogovic. Yeah. Over 100 points. He's nine seconds, nine seconds, nine points ahead of Jack Doohan, 11 ahead of Liam Lawson. So he's not exactly yeah. bossing it. He's had some really bad results recently. And and thing is, as well, a lot of them have been driver errors. It's not even circumstance. He is not ready for Formula One. Um, and if you're going to stick someone in purely for marketing, then why not like stick Jamie Chadwick yeah. in some series that's going to get her yeah. some super license points and stick her in the car? Yeah, you know, that would be better like marketing wise than sticking someone who's not ready for Formula One but then again Chadwick probably isn't ready for Formula One either but either way yeah, you're going to have a bigger yeah it's it's just for me Sargent isn't the answer there Nick DeVries was especially as she the is best. the reserve driver or well, no, driver, she's a she? development driver and she hasn't got a super license anyway but Nick DeVries has the super license points he's a good oh, driver Nick DeVries did you see him he was yeah. mini Toto yeah, but with, he's... The, with the jacket around his shoulders exactly like Toto tied up, I was like, "Oh my god!" When he won Formula Two, he was like best of a bad bunch. I'm talking about fashion. Stop talking. <laughs> he was best of a bad bunch. You, you know, he he won the championship, but he wasn't really, you know, he was okay. Uh, he came fourth behind Russell Norris and Albert in 2018. I'm just get, checking that now. Oh yeah. Um, oh, was he the fourth man? He was the fourth one. Yeah, behind them, uh, and then he won it the following year. And but guess who he beat to the championship? Latifi. Nicholas Latifi. <laughs> and <clears throat> just to see what a great field we had that year, Luca Giotto was third. Sergio set a camera of Formula E fame in fourth. <laughs> Jack Aitken, uh, Joe was seventh. So uh, Louis Delatraz. Oh, Anton Hubert. Yeah. Oh. Bless him. Um, uh, 
Mick Schumacher was 12th <laughs> in that year. Um, that great year. Yeah, that was his first year in F2. Nikita Mazepin was a, a, at the heights of 18th place with 11 points. Do you remember him? Yes, yes, I do, unfortunately, remember Nikita Mazepin. But, <laughs> I yeah. still look back fondly of him now. It, just feel, it doesn't feel like only half a year ago since he left. Uh, it's just, it's not... He was the best of a bad bunch in Formula 2, and then he's won Formula E, which, let's be honest, it's a bit random, and Mercedes have proven over the last three years that they are a really slick operation. So it's going to have been either him or Van Dorn the last couple of years, to be honest. And I, there was a bit of luck around it in uh, in 2021, uh, or the 2020-2021 season, and 21-22 season, Van Dorn was by far and away the better driver. I would have Van Dorn in that car before I'd have Therese. He's a far better driver. But that's not going to happen. He's not involved in that way. Van Dorn's now left the Mercedes program altogether. So I I don't think De Vries is the answer. So it's not Sargent. It's not De Vries. So what's the other option? Keep Nicholas Latifi? Yeah, well, no. That's not... For me, I, that, that ship has completely sailed. Now, Daniel Ricciardo, something is fundamentally wrong there. They could get him on a cut price deal. McLaren are basically paying all of his wages. Get him there for a year. Surely being in a Williams for a year is better than sitting on Bondi Beach with a surfboard for a year and then trying to come back when the last thing people remember from you is finishing 17th. Yeah, because the only answer I've got to that is the Hulk and Hulkenberg. You know, took no. the year out and vanished. Do you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. But then, hang on, saying that as a counter-argument, Alex Albon took the yes but Alex Albon was was still connected to Red Bull and they had every intention of getting him back on the grid and they were supporting him and pushing him Ricardo has got nobody and plus like Albon had his critics but he also had his supporters Mm -hmm. Daniel Ricardo's stock is so low right now I'm not sure any team would take a punt on him if he were to then go to Williams for a year reinvent himself and you know match or beat Alex Albon that, I think that project at Williams is more exciting than the Haas project. I think there's more to that. And I think it makes perfect sense. So that's what I, that's what I would be doing yeah. if I was, my, if I was um, Daniel Ricciardo. I'd be looking yeah. at that. And you're as an also, yeah, you're also staying in the UK-based house yeah. as well, you know. Yeah, um, yeah so that, that would be my first one. But that's what I think Williams should do. But they will probably put Nick DeVries in there for cheaper engines. And he'll do okay. He'll be another Guan Yu Zhou. Yeah, I just... Yeah. I, I just... There's been nothing from De Vries that's... I mean, there was nothing from Latifi that made me want to see him in F1. But... No. And I was right with him. Yeah. Sonoda, I was expecting a bit more because he was a bit more explosive, but he's not shown it. At the moment, there just seems to be this lack of talent coming through F2, which is quite disappointing. And you look at all the, the Red Bull Junior drivers. I mean, just looking at the... the I was having this discussion as well on Grid Talk earlier... The junior drivers in in red in the Red Bull program right now in F two, the best is Lawson in fifth. You've got Owasa, I think is nope. Red Bull back in sixth, and then um, you've got Jay and Deruvela in ninth, Dennis Hauger in twelfth. Jesus, scraping then, the bottom of the barrel there. I'm sure, another, I'm sure there's another one in there as well. And then you've got. You got loads in F three as well, and it's yeah. just like you got all these drivers, but they're looking to sign Colton Herter and put him straight into the Alfatori to allow Gasly to leave to go to Alpine. Well, yeah. What's this about? Hang on. 
was this about um, Gasly? So Gasly is supposedly Red Bull aren't stop Red Bull aren't stopping him, but there is a rule change that needs to happen. So as it is at the moment, Red Bull have said they will allow Pierre Gasly to leave for Alpine if they can sign the replacement that they want. Now, that replacement they're looking at is Colton Herter, who currently does oh. not have a super license okay. and will not get a super license because he will not finish high enough in the IndyCar Championship to get the points to qualify for a super license. Now, you can you can criticise the super license system all you want, um, but it is there <coughs> for a reason. And Colton Herter is definitely a talent, he, but he's eighth place in the IndyCar Championship right now, which is not good. But it is a very competitive championship, so you can kind of see why. But he's why he's do they there. want to put Carlton Herter in? He's there because he's not performed as well against these other people. You know, Alex Rossi has had three really bad seasons in a row. This season's not been much better. He's one point behind Carlton Herter. But why do they want Carlton Herter? Because What's he's American. Name? And he's and why exciting. do they why do they want an why do Red Bull want an American in? Because obviously they don't sell enough Red Bull in America. Is that it? Probably. Is that literally it? Like because you thought the Red Bull would want to go with someone that's German or Austrian or Thai or you know. Yeah, but they've I guess they they're trying to get into other markets as well. They've they've not had an American driver since Scott Speed would have been the last uh, which but is such I, an American name, isn't it? Scott Speed. But are you going to sell more more Red Bull in a fashion brand? Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's the fashion brand. But Colton Hurd is a very likable kid. You know, uh, Brian Herter has links with Formula 1. He did test a Minardi back in the day. Um never actually made it to Formula 1. Colton's yeah made it very clear that he does want to be in F1. He's young enough to do it. He's probably the only one in F1 right now that could probably cut it. Maybe Alex Pelot could, maybe Pato Ward could, but um, I think Colton's probably the, the best of that bunch, I would say. Do you know who's winning IndyCar right now? Oh, please don't say it's um, my man. It's Will Power. Will Power. He's 20 points clear of Joseph Newgarden. Yeah, boy, but, but Will you, Power. But you do get you do get a 1,000 points for, like, Qualifying on pole in in yeah. IndyCar, he's um yeah he's got five hundred and twenty three points. <laughs> he's twenty points ahead of uh, ahead of Joseph Newgarden, Scott Dixon third on the same points, nice. and then Marcus Ericsson in fourth because he won well partially because he won the Indy five hundred. So. Jesus, yeah, and that's double points. Yeah. So yeah, it's um I mean I've um, I've not actually watched this year's race uh, this week's so race, right in in the in, in the, the game musical chairs. Let's go. So McLaren. Let's quickly get to the team. McLaren. The McLaren that's now, now has Norris and Piastri. That's Norris confirmed. and Piastri. That's confirmed. Yeah. So Ricardo leaves. Possibly goes to Williams. I hope, but I don't think it's going to happen. Leaves that uh, leaving the Tifi gone. Out. The yeah. Tifi just goes into yeah. IndyCar Formula E somewhere yeah. away. Somewhere, from somewhere, us. somewhere that has a big, you know, needs a paycheck. Yeah, and needs some coffee. Um cheap ass horrid coffee of that <laughs> um so mercedes that just stays as is there's yep. no change there red bull red stays bull, no as change. is um so alpine. now alpine have a spare seat yep and that we're means trying to use gasly to fill that gasly to try and fill that so they have an all french team yep. if gasly 
isn't released because Carlton Hertz is not released, able to get a super license. Then I guess they're they're back in the do we take a risk on Daniel Ricardo? Jesus. That's or the other option there that was touted was Mick Schumacher, which I really hope. Mick Schumacher. You're right. Um I, I think he wants to get out of Haas. He's trying to maneuver himself further up the grid, but I don't think he's got the talent to do that. No. He's got a name, not a talent. Um Okay. So that's Oh, David Schumacher. No. No. Ralph? Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he's still got a super license. <laughs> um Rosberg? Um if he's allowed in the pits. Mm. Um so Hang on, my brain's trying to work. It's funny. So, that so there's a seat in Alpine that could be filled by Gasly, which then yep. means Carlton Hurst comes into AlphaTauri. Yeah. But if that doesn't happen, that means there's possibly Ricardo could go in there, Schumacher could go in there, which means if Ricardo doesn't go in there, he's back to Williams again or Haas, yep. and make Schumacher moves into maybe into. The AlphaTauri. Or maybe Jack Doohan gets... No, he's not going to get a super license. I think there's a bit more movement as opposed to adding new people. I don't think there'll be any more new rookies. No, I think potentially Colton Hurst would probably be the only rookie. I don't. I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's a possibility Drogovic might get a... Yeah, he might be in line for that Haas drive, but I don't think so. Because again, it's his third year in F2. Because if Mick Schumacher does he's leave... He's done really well, but... If Mick Schumacher does leave, I don't think Ricardo's going to go in there. So who would go into that seat? I mean, I I would quite like to see him in a Haas, but I just don't think he will. I'd only want to see him in the Haas. So would Giovinazzi go into the Haas seat? Giovinazzi has been, has been linked with that seat, yes which I just think is a massive step back. And it just shows the lack of, you know, clear talent. Ferrari, Alpha, Haas. Yeah, well done. You've gone through all the Ferrari engines. Yeah, it's just for me, it's just showing just a complete lack of... uh, And then Alpha Alpha Romeo, which might not be Alpha Romeo next year. Yeah, well, next year it will be. Uh, It's it's the year after it won't be. And that's been confirmed now. Um, Yeah, that's that's Bottas and probably Joe. Staying as Joe. Not been confirmed, but sorry, I'm just yawning away. Um, yeah. Not been confirmed, but I would say it's likely. Okay. Um, Aston Martin now has um, Alonso, Alonso and Stroll. And Stroll such a weird mix of people. Yeah. And that's Full House, is it? Of unknowns and. Um, who haven't we spoken about? Um, McLaren. We've spoken about McLaren. Uh, There's got to be some. Um, Aston Martin, we've spoken right. about. Alfa Romeo, we spoke. Yeah, I think that's everyone. Yeah, that's everyone. Yeah, so yeah, musical that's... chairs. There's a lot yeah. of musical chairs to happen. I thought it would have all landed already. Yeah, but no. Um, no I so think I on. think what's going to happen is we're not going to know until after Imola because they'll have the two week gap. Imola. Um, no, Monza. sorry, Monza. We'll have the two week gap. I can't. What's after Monza? We've got three week gap and then Singapore. That's where it's all going to kick off. Potentially, that's where a lot of business does get done. Singapore. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be landing in Singapore, and we'll have a lot more. Yeah. Anyway, seats. should we uh, should we move on to the predictions then? Well, I know we briefly touched them anyway. So I said Leclerc on pole. It was Verstappen. I said win for Hamilton. Very close. And I said my hot take was it was not going to be boring. So I'm going to take that as a point for me. Yeah. You're. I was so close to all three. Yeah. Yeah. So close to all three. Well, if there'd have been a red flag, and I Hamilton... was so close to a red flag. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. I don't think you were close to a red flag, personally, but either way. Right, so predictions for Monza. So we've got pole. Are you actually typing and, out? Okay. Yeah. And hot take. Right, what do we reckon? Pole for Monza. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Max Verstappen, isn't it? I, I can't see anyone but Verstappen getting pole in Monza. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very high speed. It does have. I know Sebastian Vettel famously like set the fastest time there when he had the highest downfall setting and the slowest slowest um, slowest speed drive setting. But I just think now with the way the aero works, I think it's I think it's a Red Bull track all day long. I'd love to yeah. say Ferrari just for the just for the Tifosi, but. You know, just because no, they wouldn't actually win the race, but no. it's got to be Verstappen for me. Because Ferrari, because Ferrari. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about their uh, <laughs> their uh, their bus or their lorry? No. So their lorry transferring from um, uh, where were we? From Zandvoort to. Oh yeah, I did. I put it Italy. up. Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just broke down with brake failure and the brake set on fire. <laughs> Oh, they literally can't catch a break. Yeah. Right, who are you going for for pole then? Hamilton. Hamilton? Okay. Hamilton. Fine. Win. Who is going to win? Look like... I just want... I'm going to go for... Do you know what I'm going to do? I am not going to predict Verstappen for the rest of the season. (laughs) In the vain hope that somebody else will win a race. Not going to be Verstappen. So who is it going to be? Leclerc. If it's not going to be Verstappen. So you're going for Leclerc. I just don't feel like Ferrari can do it. Um, Perez is just so far off. So I, I can't just keep picking. Do you know what? I'm going to say George Russell. George Russell's going to win the race. God, can you imagine me next week if that happens? Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, I presume Hamilton crashes off because otherwise Hamilton would be ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I remember that grid talk episode where where they were saying, "Oh, I presume you're gonna, you're not going to pick Russell for the podium." And he goes, "No, I am going to pick Russell for the podium. He's going to be third behind Norris and Hamilton." <laughs> <laughs> did that, that make funny. you chuckle? Yeah, I did. I was like, "That's the, you're the only person who can praise and insult George Russell in the same <laughs> sentence." <laughs> yep. My master right. power. Hot take. What's going to be a hot take in Monza? Um, all remaining seats are all but decided. <laughs> no, we just said that. That was at Singapore. Well, in that case, I'll be wrong. You will be all, wrong. What all a point but this... decided. So basically, just waiting on ratification. And like, okay. That's, yeah, that's I'm happening. not. Yeah. The rumours the rumors become strong rumours and yeah, that's yeah. what we think is yeah, going to happen. That's right. I, I, and there'll be at least one there'll be at least one uh, confirmed. I think, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think, at least, okay, at least two new confirmed seats by next week. Okay. Same but two. Okay. The return of Antonio Giovinazzi. I can see it in the stars. Oh, it's going to be hell. Finally, I and actually like the prancing horses. At well, least. the first seven or eight races of this season, I actually liked Alfa Romeo. Um, I've kind of gone off them a bit now, but oh, they're not doing anything wrong. No, but they're just back to Alpha obscurity again. It's <laughs> a bit annoying, but there we go. 
Right, should we uh, should we say goodnight for this one then, and then we'll see you guys next week after Monza? Sound sure. good? So we're not going to talk about the Formula One manager game then? Oh, we'll leave that for another time. It's late okay. now. Right. right, see you later. You come back for our gaming one. This is where I would press stop, but that. I haven't actually pressed record. So, ripping from the live stream. Nice! <laughs> yeah.